This podcast is a part of the Carbon Almanac Network of Podcasts. Hi, I'm Imma. I live in Scotland. Hi, I'm Jen and I'm from Canada. Hi, I'm Ola Banji and I'm from Nigeria. Hello, I'm Liki and I live in Paris. Hey, I'm Rod. I'm from Peru. Welcome to Carbon Sessions, a podcast with carbon conversations for every day with everyone from everywhere in the world. In our conversations, we share ideas, perspectives, questions, and things we can actually do to make a difference. So don't be shy and join our Carbon Sessions because it's not too late. Hi, what are we going to talk about today? We are going to talk about an amazing company that you are passionate about. <laughs> yes, actually, yes, I am passionate about. Um, I have a lot of the gear um, because it's an outdoor clothing company. And actually, I've got the founder's books. He has written two books. One is let my people go surfing. I don't know if you, um, if you can read it or you've read the book and it's uh, the subtitle is the education of a reluctant businessman. It's the story of, okay, I'll let you pronounce his name. Um, Ola Banji. <laughs> uh, you're putting me on the spot now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um yeah. Yvonne Schwinard. Oh, good job. <laughs> <laughs> well done. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's, it's a story of Yvonne Schwinard, who's, um, passionate about mountains, yeah. climbing mountains and outdoor in general. And, um, so his story started and his company started, uh, 60 or 50, 60 mm. or over, well, actually 70 years ago. No. Mm probably 50 or 60 years ago when he was uh, he was young and he started climbing mountains and at that time um there was um not a lot of gear mm -hmm. because it was an emerging sport and so he started you know he started building his own tools and then and then uh, started building a company and then starting important importing sorry importing t-shirts from i think from the uk to uh, the us because they have um, there's a color and uh, and he started building a business and actually what he did was he started building his mm. business by serving his community first the community of people that like him like outdoor and mountain sports. And then what he did was to then realize that what he does in climbing mountains and outdoor mm. has an impact on the environment. And so he started using his business to do good and also to influence other businesses to do good. And so he did a lot of very bold move. Well, okay, um, there's another book I've read, mm. which is The Responsible Company. And this is a memoir of what they've learned from Patagonia first 40 years. And so they build a very strong company, with very strong ethics. I mean, I'm not going to share all the ethics with you, but uh, like, for example, there's something they're quite famous for this ad. It's on Black Friday. Um, instead of advertising big sell, they bought in the New York Times a full page of the jacket and the ad says, don't buy this jacket because he knows, I mean, the company knows that what they're doing has negative impact 
on the climate, on, on the environment. So it's really this kind of um, company mm. with very strong ethics. And people love it. I mean, people, yeah. those who love this kind of ethics and those kind of people who, um, who love outdoors love this brand. So yeah. And so they did something amazing. I mean, the, the Yvon Shrinal, the founder, yeah. did something amazing a few days ago. He, well, how should I say that? Mm. He gave away his company to a charity. So, yeah. And so I would like to, you know, to see what you think about this. I think this is just something that is great and all businesses should do that. It's like all businesses should serve a higher purpose other than making uh, the, the shareholders even more rich and be really responsible. It's, it's actually really, for me, it's like comforting to know that someone out there cares enough to do things at this scale. It's really amazing. Um, if, if we had like a lot more people take this level of action at a scale like this, I mean, um, Yvonne is worth, is worth like $1.2 billion. Yeah. And yeah, he's a billionaire. It's a billion dollar company. Yeah. And, and he owns like a lot of stuff. And then to, to transfer a large chunk of that to help the climate change is, is really inspiring. And it's not just his wealth, like his, his family's ownership. Like he, he moved his entire family ownership um, of the company to a trust, um, a nonprofit organization, um, and so that they can help the climate. It's it's inspiring, really great. It's stuff. a it's an example of somebody who's walking the talk, right? It's somebody who yeah. has. It seems to me when I heard it that it's not a token gesture. It seems like it's a lifelong culmination of something that mm. this person has been trying to live out mm. in tangible ways for decades. And so it sounds like a big grand act, but it probably it probably is true to the person and true, you know, it, it's consistent, mm. which you don't always see consistency and ethics that run like the thread that runs through the whole thing. Uh, from beginning to end, mm. because often people get into the power and they get into the, you know, all that ego stuff, and it's <laughs> and 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 they get derailed from the original design and the original thought. Yeah. You know, I'm going to change the world, and then, well, I can't really change the world mm -hmm. because now I got to look after all these people and support my lifestyle. <laughs> but you know, this guy yeah. changed the world yeah. in some ways. <laughs> He's actually, I, I'm, I, I think he's, you know, he's just launched a new trend in fashion. <laughs> I hope that he's just launched yeah, a new trend. Yeah, and this, this is like, I hope this inspires the the organizations that do a lot of greenwashing, and like rather than you know, put a bit of the profit or at least keep to the word their word and the things that they say they're they're doing. I hope this inspires them to make a change in you know, in, in the least way possible, at least to not greenwash, to keep to their promises um, and things they've said about, you know, helping the climate and, and stuff. So this really inspires me. This is great. It speaks to follow through and it speaks to me of, you know, authenticity is sort of a buzzword right now, but it's this actually, this actually is authentic which is, is mm. amazing in this world because there's a lot of stuff that isn't, like you say, greenwashing and pretend. Mm. 
Ah, mm-hmm. pretend. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, it's something very positive because、um, you probably know that there's a lot of money involved in the fashion industry. Yeah. And that's it. Makes me very hopeful、mm. because it shows that there are other values other than money. If you know. He did that. I'm sure that other people will be inspired to follow his path, and、um, so it's it's a very good move and it's very inspiring because、um, yeah, it's I think it's a matter of value because、um, most of the time for fashion businesses, the main value well, it's not what people、um, are selling you, but the main underlying value is financial return. And now that it seems like he's using his company to do something different. Actually, you know,、mm. Patagonia has another branch, which tackles sustainable food as well, because、um, Yvonne Schuna has identified that food is also something that has enormous impact、mm. on the climate. Wow, Leaky, can I ask? Because you're in sustainable fashion, have you seen anything like this before? Such a big company, no,、mm. no. But、um, the thing is that I work with small companies, so they have not reached that stage. But hopefully, they will. Yeah, I'm. Tr- what I do、uh, is I, I try to help them get crystal clear about where they want to go and、mm. uh, what they want to do with their company. And、uh, this has been my motto for the last few years: is that okay? Forget about you know sustainable, ethical, conscious, blah blah. This will not work. This is a trend, but it will not last.、Mm. So this is my approach. You have to get deeper than that because greenwashing is something that is a threat if you are staying at that level. So if you really want, if you are really into that, you really have to to dig very deep to understand what your values are and why、mm. you're there. Yeah. So hopefully, the companies I work with, some of them will become one of this Patagonia, <laughs> one of these、yeah. days. <laughs> Amazing. Well, that's a plus on the climate side, and we're looking forward to more, more people, more organizations do things like this to support climate change. Yeah, we're we're looking forward to it. It's good to find out what companies, what their ethics are, if it's possible, and then support those things if you can. I know sometimes the cost is more, and you look at it and you think, oh well, I could get this so much cheaper. You know, on Amazon, or I could get this so much cheaper from、uh-huh. this company. But if you're only concerned about that,、uh, then of course you would go to the fast fashion, or you would go to the, you know, the store that makes stuff out of plastic or whatever. But if、mm. you really care, then maybe you don't buy, you know, all this stuff, but you spend your money on one thing that's really good for the environment and a good product, and. You know, consume a little less, but make it more meaningful in the consumption. It's hard because you know we、mm. want the deals, <laughs> and in today's economy, yeah, it's yeah. really hard because everything's so expensive. Yeah. Okay, I wasn't planning to talk about this, but one of the pillars of、uh, circular fashion, which is well, actually, one of the things I'm, I mean, I'm working on currently, one of the big pillar is to make the product as long as possible. Make the users use it as long as possible, and one、mm. of the thing we focus on is to make the consumers build a very strong emotional connection with the brand and the product, so they'll keep、mm. it、mm. and not be 
you know, not straight away or be tempted by something cheaper. And so this part of yeah. the, you know, of the work that a fashion brand and the fashion company has to do. That's so great. Mm -hmm. Wow. I guess it's, um, it makes sense for companies to tell us, right? Like this costs $2 higher because we're using it for this or because we produce it in this way. Um, you know, that kind of marketing kind of helps because that way we know that, oh, yeah, I can give $2 because of this rather than um, buying something cheaper. Just hopefully they don't take advantage of it and <laughs> and and go the other route, which is like, you know, greenwashing. There we go again. But then if we have ways of making sure that we check out the companies that we buy things from regularly and partner or buy with the ones that are climate friendly, then that'll be a great plus. And that'll be like a motivation for everyone to just, you know, adjust and, and follow, follow suit. So conscious buying, conscious buying. Yeah. Conscious <laughs> buying. Yeah. That probably is, is the next, the next podcast topic <laughs> we're looking at that well thanks leaky that was very interesting i appreciate your uh, your passion and your wisdom around that thank you yeah thank you take care you've been listening to carbon sessions a podcast with carbon conversations for every day with everyone from everywhere in the world we'd love you to join the carbon sessions so you too can share your perspectives from wherever you are this is a great way for our community to learn from your ideas and experiences, connect, and take action. If you want to add your voice to the conversation, go to thecarbonalmanac.org slash podcasts and sign up to be part of a future episode. This podcast is also part of the Carbon Almanac Network. For more information, to sign up for the emails, to join the movement, and to order your copy of the Carbon Almanac, go to thecarbonalmanac.org. Be sure to subscribe and join us here again as together we can change the world.